0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber
1: and Cordell Stewart.
2: Steve, let's focus on the news we're going to find out Saturday night, the latest Hall of Fame class. You are an actual journalist as opposed to a bloviator like myself. Do you think when we assess the Hall of Fame credentials of Terrell Owens, the perception that he's, quote, unquote, a locker room distraction, quote, unquote, a bad teammate, should be part of that analysis? He should be part of the Hall of Fame. Uh, He he should be in. Uh, But there is a block of
0: voters that that are not going to vote for him. I I don't think he gets in. Um, As you know, I'm close to this process. I'll be with the selectors all day Saturday. And then Monday we'll be taping the show with the class of 2018. And I don't think that's going to include Terrell Owens. Last year, he didn't even make the top Mm ten, which is amazing. you know We've got 15 finalists going in. His credentials, and this is not to take away from any of the other worthy finalist there, but his credentials um, it it just makes no sense, but there are people, as you said Brian, the bad teammate he was more of a, a detraction than an addition I beg to differ, I beg to say I think Tony Romo's numbers would not be as good as they were without Terrell Owens, that Donovan McNabb would have not gotten to the Super Bowl and almost had a chance to win it without Terrell Owens, so again, the fact that he's not in I can see if you want to say the other guys are better, but I think right now we're in the we're in the spite window. In okay, terms of does that out.
2: suggest the process is flawed? What are the actual criteria? Because They're, we're all sports fans, we know in Cooperstown, character is one of the stated criteria. Yeah, that's not. walk us through the process for the and, Pro Football Hall of Fame.
0: In, in terms of Pro Football Hall of Fame, I mean they don't. Know, it is supposed to be the on-field production, and the the thing you constantly hear when it comes to Pro Football Hall of Fame. Was he among the best at his position during his era? Yes. Terrell <laughs> Owens and Randy Moss. And Randy's going to get it. I, I, there's no way he doesn't Him and Ray Lewis, I think, are first, first ballot Hall of Famers. Terrell Owens is one of the best. Wide receivers, probably for the better part of a decade, if not for a full decade in the NFL. So, again, that's why... Again, not to take away from other people, but that is why he should already be in the pro football.
1: And Hall he Fame. also replaced Jerry Rice in San Francisco yes, he did. to add that one to the to the issues. Here's my question, though. Does this hurt the committee there with the, with the Hall of Fame? Because now all of a sudden you're adding a criteria, I mean, blatantly to the point where it's about the sit-ups in the parking lot, maybe. Because if you look at what some of the players have done that's in the Hall of Fame right now, Deion Sanders and how he's handled the media. We've seen what happened with him. Charles Haley. We know how things were with him from what we hear allegedly. It took him a long time. Right. But when you look at what T.O.'s done, does what he's done off the field outweighs what he's done on the football field? Because it has nothing to do with anything that he's done on the football field from the standpoint of where he's, why he's not in. Cordell, has never been arrested.
0: He's never been in trouble. It's crazy. Um, it is just... People thinking that he was a bad guy in the locker room. And by room. people, you mean who?
2: Print journalists, media guys? Well, it's not
0: on media guys. Remember, there are two Pro Football Hall of Famers who are who have been added to the selection committee: James Lofton and Dan Fouts. And I know James Lofton is a big supporter of Terrell Owens. You know, he went in there and stated that guy's got his numbers are three times better than mine, and I am in the Hall. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not it's it's some media guys. And, and look, those forty six media selectors are fantastic. They don't just show up and do their research this is a year-long thing they talk to people who played with him who coached him played against him coached against him and that's how they formulate their opinions it doesn't help terrell owens cause and again this should not factor into it whatsoever but he continues to come out and criticize Mm -hmm. the selectors every year he doesn't get in they hold the vote um and you you whack the guys who put so much time into this they will take it personally which is ludicrous
2: is so this Chris. is not junior high school, right? This is not it's a popularity contest. Correct. It's about what you did on the field. And here's my favorite rhetorical trick now. The locker room apparently is an extension of the playing field. Have you heard that thought process? Not so much. Well, but, Warder but I mean, threw that my direction yeah, yesterday. When we went back and forth some, about T.O.
0: Some people say that. And, and Ed knows T.O. And he did not have a great relationship with T.O. him yeah. and, and that, But that wasn't on Ed. For whatever reason, T.O. just shut Ed Ward around. Ed was never... Not until it got nasty, Ed was not critical of T.O.'s. There was something that T.O. thought about Ed Werder where he just tuned him out. But Ed doesn't hold a vote. Ed is not a Pro Football Hall of Fame voter, so that doesn't matter. Now, to people who like Ed Werder and respect Ed Werder, um, say, hey, what would you think about him? There probably have been some selectors who've asked him. But knowing Ed, he probably would say, "Was a hell of a player. He was a pain in my butt. So I've dealt with so many athletes. Randy Moss was not, you talk about someone who was not difficult. Mr. Sunshine. Well, yeah, who was difficult with the media. He's five times more difficult with the media than Tio. Randy Moss has been in trouble, but he was also a transcendent player. He was the 6'4, fastest guy in the field who that 50-50 ball was more like a, a 99-1 mm-hmm. ball because he was fantastic and he's gonna get in. Ray Lewis. Oh come on, he can, he's here's 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 I'm how, just saying because that's about as bad as it gets. Correct, but here's how the person is gonna present Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis in, okay. He's Next, in. yeah, next. <laughs> it's the same thing with Brett Favre.
2: Brett Favre in. So Ray Lewis wow. is in.
0: He's look. Ray Lewis is one of the top one or two inside linebackers of all time. Do the
2: events this. in Atlanta have any bearing on that clearly conversation? Clearly not. Clearly that, not. Should it they? It yeah. Clearly. If that was part of the
0: criteria, yes. But they're not because T.O. hadn't done anything remotely close to No, that. he's never been arrested. It's so
1: guys are so emotional. <laughs> is that, that it? is? <laughs> It's just so. It is because think about it. it it's. It's T.O. basically being who he is. That's You really, know, he's, he's, exactly. he's a me, my eye kind of guy. All right? Plain and simple. You know, he tells you all the time. He loves him some him. All right? I love me some me. Get your popcorn ready and let's get ready to watch it. And all of a sudden, he's given us something to watch. And we're still having a chance to watch him, but just not in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, look at his highlight reel. It's going to take four hours to watch because he's got that many highlights. He was All that crazy. He player. ran
1: Jerry Rice off in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and to see him do the things that he's done everywhere he's gone, he's taken over the scepter of being the best receiver on every single team he's gone to. Look in Cincinnati with yep. Ocho Cinco. He be, it was like the Batman and Robert conversation, right? So you know, Ocho was was Robin and. T.O. had to be Batman. Look what he's done when he's gone to Philly. You mentioned it. I mean, he made the receivers on that team with Donovan McNabb and as well as Donovan McNabb to be able to play with the confidence in understanding that when it comes down to cover two, which is two high safeties for some, he still can take the top off of a defense. We know it most in man coverage versus single high or just single high versus off coverage. He can do it. But when you do a versus cover two or even two scene where all, co- all corners and safeties are at the same level at yep. about maybe 10 or 12 yards off the line of scrimmage, he was capable of getting past it. And he wasn't scared. He wasn't afraid to run across the middle, which yeah, I we, think was something different. We haven't even talked
0: about the fact that there's a lot of guys, a lot of running backs. you got a lot of yards credited to his downfield blocking. He, he did not take a playoff. Yeah, he was never a complete did.
2: player. He the film. Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Supposed to be a mitigating factor, but I'm with you. He's not getting in. Chatting with our great friend, Steve Weich, NFL Network. Let's wrap it up with your backstory. You're too humble ever to talk about yourself. Uh-oh. How are you a Minnesota Viking fan? I know you're an yeah. upde- uh, objective journalist, yeah. but take us back through your fandom. How did you become somebody who followed the Purple People Eater?
0: Well, as we sit here in the Mall of America, this used to be the site of old Metropolitan Stadium here in Minneapolis. I am a Minneapolis native. I was born in North Minneapolis in the same hospital as Prince, by the way. And this is where my father used to bring me to watch those Vikings games. I'm old enough to have seen Chuck Foreman play and Alan Page play and Carl Eller play and Fran Tarkins play. So. That was fantastic. I'm old enough to remember three of the four Super Bowl losses um, that they had. So I'm not a fan anymore, even though I did see somebody walking around in a throwback Chuck Foreman jersey. Chuck Foreman, by the way, was Le'Veon Bell before there was Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he was a spectacular guy, had a five-year career injuries, um, hurt him. But I loved the Vikings growing up. But now I'm just the only team I cheer for now is the St. Louis baseball Cardinals because I've never covered Major
2: League Baseball. And NFL media, of course. Yeah, yeah, that too. Just trying to keep you good standing. Yeah, Steve, goes, great to B- see web. you. Your week will not be complete until I turn on the TV and you're doing a live shot outdoors. Make that happen. And
0: I'm going to hit you with the adios
2: muchachos. <laughs> <laughs> As Steve passes away outside. Thank you, Steve. Take care.